0: gain the ability to move forward, one must first go back and understand who they are and what they are made of. Hello,
1: hello, and welcome back to another episode of Knowing Me, Knowing You with Paula. That was the voice of my wonderful and inspiring guest, Veronica Nazia. But before I introduce her, I want to say that this platform is not only about knowledge and information share, but storytelling, human connection, a time where we can learn more about ourselves and each other, experiencing those aha moments and gaining those golden nuggets. Now, what can I share with you about my guest, Veronica? Well, she is a woman on a mission to empower us all through her simple and easy-to-apply guidance. She is an immigrant to North America, a mom of two, a powerful executive, having had the opportunity to travel the world and work with global corporations. And she has a purposelessness, and that is to impact as many lives as she can through her coaching. She has created two coaching programs, which we will briefly talk about, as well as cover her current business services. But besides all of that, Veronica is an inspiring light in the coaching community, social media world, a mentor, a woman with a heart of gold. And what I love about her is she is a no BS kind of gal. And I'm excited about having her as my guest because she not only shares much food for thought, but the challenges she has faced in her life the triumphs, as well as lessons learned from her father as a young girl. All of Veronica's connection details are clickable links in the show notes. So without further delay, let's welcome my friend, Veronica Natsia. So thank you, Veronica, for being my guest. I really appreciate your time and energy, and I'm so excited for our conversation. I have to say, Veronica, there are times in one's life Uh, when the unexpected occurs and you, you, you know, you meet someone and you don't realize who you are meeting or the group you are connecting with. And that is one of these moments for me, meeting you and meeting the group of people that I've met through your WWW
0: challenge. Paula, thank you so much. You know, I'm honored to be here with, with, with you, such a, such an inspiring and really unique and kind woman that you are. I'm honored. And and I can never, you know, stress enough saying to people and talking to people about you and showing, you know, and telling people, you know, this woman is the living evidence, the living proof of what the power of yes means. You know, we are so... So many times in our lives, we just tend to say no so easily. Like we don't even think about it and we just say no. Mm. And yet we have so many opportunities in life life to say no, but so very few to say yes. Mm. And what I always try and say is, you know, first say yes, because when you say yes, then you can always go back and say no. If you say no, it's very difficult to go back and say yes. And you know, thank you for saying yes to the WWW challenge. And um, it's, yeah. it's just amazing. And I'm grateful for you to be honest. <laughs> That's thank the truth.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. You know, you're inspiring, you're a go-getter. I think you are inspiring for many people and women out there. So I think the best place for us to start is like an onion, we'll peel away those layers and get to know you and. And where you are from, and what makes Veronica, Veronica?
0: What a what a beautiful start! Um, I was born in Jerusalem, Israel. I was raised in you know in in Israel, and I moved to the U.S. in back in two thousand and one, and then ended up in in Canada in two thousand and four, and I'm still in Toronto, Canada.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been quite a journey for me. It's been quite a journey. Um, my background is is really, um, to me personally, is really you know empowering because I was born to a Jewish father that was born and raised in Israel uh, from a Georgian background, and my mom uh, was born in Bulgaria, born and raised in Bulgaria. Uh, to a mixed family, and when I say mixed family, you know, her mother was Christian and her father was Jewish. Uh, and then <laughs> I'm laughing because you know it's like it's like a start of a of a good joke, right? And um, and when my parents met, and when my mom came to Israel, you know, Israel is that country where they go. The religion there, you know, determines if what what you are religion wise, you know, by, by the mother. Mm. So I was determined, although I grew up there, you know, I was, I was born there, raised there, everything, I was determined, um, or labeled, I should say, as, as a Christian, although I, I grew up Jewish. So that was a big battle for me, you know, especially in my teenage years. I'm bringing that up because, you know, you asked me a very powerful question, like, what makes Veronica Veronica? Yes. And this is a huge part of my journey you know, that battle, that struggle to say, hey, you know what, I'm Jewish. Why are you guys saying that I'm Christian? Like, you know, I don't understand.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's just a simple like law or a simple way that people perceive, somebody somewhere decided that this is what, you know, is going to make you what you are. And this was an eye-opening experience for me in a very young age. And, you know, 17, 17 is a very young age. Is like, really, you know what? I'm being labeled of something that I know I'm not. Mm. And yet I'm almost enforced or forced to accept it. And I don't want to accept it. Mm. And I started my journey back then and saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to do what I have to do in terms of back then it was really taking the time converting, you know, I'm going to do what I have to do, but it's not just to please everybody else. So I'm able to continue my life the way I want to continue my life but I'm only going to do it this once and it's never going to happen again. Um, So this is really was the beginning of the journey who made Veronica who she is today.
1: (laughs) Strong, tenacious, resilient. (laughs) I can feel that tenacity of that young girl at that point in time, right? And so you moved to Canada, you said in 2004. So you're an immigrant like myself. Something, a conversation we had previously was about how we felt as immigrants. Um, And I'd mentioned to you that South Mm -hmm. Africa is where I was brought up, but I would never go back to South Africa because I don't feel like I belong there anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Canada is my home, but I really connect with immigrants. So how do you feel about that is... Israel, somewhere you would go back to love. And how do you feel as an immigrant here in Canada? How has it been for you as an immigrant settling here in Canada?
0: You know, you don't fit. You just don't fit. But at some point, you have to stop trying to fit. Mm-hmm. I'll elaborate a little bit more, but,
2: mm.
0: you know, when I, when I arrived in Canada, my culture and who I am and the way I talk or the way I speak or the way I act is is very different than than a lot of people. Mm. And yes, if you're you're Israeli or if you're Italian or European, you know, you have more of that outgoing mentality, then you would connect to me very quickly and I would connect to you very quickly. However, if you have the more, you know, North American mentality or, or Western European mentality, you will find it a little, you know, to a certain point, maybe intimidating. Mm. And I've experienced that um, in the sense, you know, in, in places that I worked uh, at where people would perceive me, oh, my God, she's too loud or she's too aggressive. But the, the reality is that I'm not loud and I'm not aggressive. I'm just different. And I'm not what they were used to. Yeah. And I felt like I, I did not fit. And I always try to kind of change myself, change my my behavior, change my actions to fit and I almost did it, not even being aware that I'm doing it. All I knew is just, okay, this is my new home and I got to make it work for me. Mm. And the truth is that the minute I realized that I was actually doing that, I was like, you know what? No, I'm not doing that. I am who I am. Again, going back to, you know, I am who I am. And most of my friends, and I'm, I'm being cautious when I say most, but it's really 999 percent of my friends are immigrants as well. And I, throughout my entire journey, you know, I connect to people who are immigrants because you know what, we, without even talking, without even speaking, we understand each other. I know how they feel, they know how I feel. And there's immediately that chemistry and that energy connection. And more than that, that kindness that people have, Mm -hmm. the kindness to help, not even think, okay, you know, she's different or not. Like, let me just help her. Even if I was, I came to this country two months ago, I know a little bit more than she does. I'll help, which is something that I find that people who are native, for example, or have been here for longer, wouldn't do. They'll just perceive you as different. Mm -hmm. And, And I find that very, you know, very, Sad. That's the truth. It's sad. It's really sad.
1: I did an episode on mental illness. And, you know, when I first moved to Canada, I suffered from severe depression. I was really depressed being here in a new country. And one of the things that stood out for me was that I'd, I didn't belong anywhere anymore. And it was thinking I have to find my new place. And even though Canada is english Speaking, I felt very lost in translation. And I noticed from that, obviously, doing some reflection was that the people that I connected most with were the people that were immigrants like myself. And through that, I've learned that immigrants, we are a family of our own. No matter where you are in the world, no matter whether you are an immigrant in Portugal, whether you are an immigrant in the United Kingdom, we are a very large family, and no matter where you live in the world, we are all connected because we are living somewhere else because of whatever choice it may have been, and we've had to re ourselves. ourselves. Um, it has been a long journey, and it has taken me a good couple of years. I've been in Canada now 19 years.
0: So true. We are, uh, uh, you know, one big family. And, and you know, looking at even my, my – I have a 13-year-old son mm. – and looking, you know, at the let's say the school or you know our neighborhood is very diverse, right? It's it, people from all over. And sometimes when you see kids from, you know, that are kids of immigrant, you know, immigrant families or kids that are immigrants themselves,
2: mm.
0: and you see how it hits, it hits hard mm. in the teenage years. It's almost like, you know, those kids are are embarrassed. To even have another kid come to their house because they're afraid mm-hmm. of, you know, how th- that particular kid is going to react yeah. to their parents' accent or, you know, the type of food that they would eat. Mm-hmm. And this is where they have this, you know, they try to build that image outside, in the outside world, but then it's mm-hmm. it's totally different, you know, at home. And this is what creates a, a lifelong conflict and battle, you know, between mm-hmm one's identity so it's very you know it being an immigrant is a very big you know it's a long journey and it's it's a struggle it's an identity struggle that's the truth
2: yeah
0: um and I think it again it also creates that conflict within us but we are at a different point now understanding that hey you know what it's okay like you have a new home and you're okay here and everything is fine here and you made it Mm -hmm this is what empowers you to say, Hey, okay, you know what? I accept it. It's good. Like I don't fit, but I'm happy.
1: Yeah. I I think for anybody, if you ever want to challenge yourself in life, or you feel a little bored with your life, move to a new country. (laughs)
0: 100%. Right.
1: There's a big challenge for you. Exactly. Pack Pack up a home, move. Yeah. You know, because you, it's a big journey and you learn a lot. You learn a lot about yourself. I always say to people, it's an adventure. I talk to a lot of, uh, I have family in South Africa that are planning to move. And I say to them, just think of it as an adventure. Just go with a blank slate and open to the adventure of exploring, understanding, learning. Just go with that and you will be good. And make sure I I always said to them, you know, one of the things I always said to myself, I mean, I left home when I was 19, packed up, got on the train, moved to a different city. And I used to cry myself to sleep. I hardly had any food. I wasn't making a lot of money living in this one room with a little kitchen. It was a cute little apartment, but yeah, I used to cry myself to sleep because I missed where I came from and I missed my friends, but I told myself every day, no matter how much you cry, no matter how many boiled eggs you eat <laughs> for dinner, even if it's one egg and a slice of toast, doesn't matter. You know, if that is what your dinner is, it does not matter. You will not go back. You will make this work for yourself.
0: Can I ask you a question? Yes. What you said right now is is so, you know, so empowering to me. You said, no matter if I have to eat uh, a boiled egg or, or whatever, 20 boiled eggs, and that's the only thing I have to eat, and where, where I have to sleep and crying you know, on myself to sleep, but I'm not going to go back. I'm going to make it. Hmm. And mo- like, you know, moving countries, moving countries, moving, you know, changing, it, it's, it's changing your whole world. That determination that you have inside you to make it work. I think this is what makes immigrants become so much stronger, so much more resilient. So much, you know, it's that constant, if you wish, journey to prove themselves. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Like, I'm not going to go back. I'm going to show everybody back home that I made it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give in to, you know, whatever bullying or or insults I go through. I'm going to make sure I I make it. And this is a quality that I, cherish in my heart when it comes to every single immigrant out there, the ability to gain the strength that no matter what happens, you are going to make it work. Mm -hmm. And that's why I, for me personally, immigrants are some of the strongest inner strength, genuinely strongest people on this planet. Mm -hmm. I mean, what you said here is the proof that Number one, when we put our mind into something, mm. nothing's going to stop us.
2: Mm.
0: We will make it. And the second thing is we build, you know, we have everything we need within us. We build everything, but yet we constantly seek for external resources, for external validations. But pausing for one second and look, looking inside, and understanding, hey, you know, I've been through so much. Like I have some amazing qualities and capabilities within me, finding them, you know, becoming aware of them. And then, like I like to say, doubling down on them
2: mm-hmm.
0: is is really what leads you to take action and, you know, and execute everything that you put your mind into.
1: So what has been the biggest surprises or lessons during your lifetime thus far?
0: My biggest lessons in life are the lessons that I've learned from my father. You know, my father wasn't wasn't only my father, but my father was my mentor. my My father was a very successful um, business owner and and salesperson, to be honest. And he taught me a very valuable lesson when I was when I was only nine. <laughs> I used to go to work with him. You know, I learned a lot. A lot of my business skills are thanks to him. And the lesson that he had taught me is. Never to sell. And I said to him, I remember back then, I'm like, what do you mean? You sell all day long. Like everything is sales in this world. You like, what do you mean don't sell? And he always told me, Veronica, you need to inspire. You need to inspire your, you know, you need to gain the ability to inspire people. Because if you inspire people, then you don't need to sell. So how do you inspire people? You know, that's, that's a very long journey to be able to inspire anybody other than, you know, your kids if you're a mom. So what he, you know, what he taught me when I was nine opened this, this door for me for a long journey of really thinking, how do I inspire? Because everybody sells, everybody, everybody, all, you know, we're, we're in a world that sells to you constantly. You know, you need this, you need this. Mm -hmm. When I get to inspire one woman, one woman a day and inspire her to, to, hey, see, you know what? Like Veronica, I look at you and I see what's possible. That's inspiration. Mm -hmm. So really stop focusing on on, on selling and and the money-making and the money-orienting. Really concentrate on inspiring and creating an impact. And then all the rest will fall into place. Mm -hmm. And this is a lesson that I learned when I started learning when I was nine, and to be honest with you, Paula, I'm 42 right now. Yeah. It took me three decades to start understanding what that lesson meant. That's why this particular lesson means so much to me.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about your services, because besides being a top executive, you do have a couple of other services that are available on your website. If you can share a little more about what are the different services that you have to offer.
0: My core, my core since, and you know, since my early 20s, my core is Fortune 500 companies. I worked and coached, you know, executives throughout the years. <clears throat> I always laugh because, you know, when I say um, everybody hates the corporate world, <laughs> I'm the only person that loves that world. And that's why I'm, I'm still in it. I think it's, it all comes down to perspective. You know, if you perceive your, your job as a nine to five, it will be a nine to five. For me, the corporate world was really an opportunity and a vehicle to get me to do what I want to do and to really offer those services that we're talking about. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like you mentioned, I'm a Jay Shetty certified high performance um, coach, self-development, high performance. Um, I don't only work with executive, I've expanded. I work with individuals, I offer group coaching as well. And um, my intention behind all that, you know, just for whoever is listening is to understand is not just becoming, you know, another coach in that big space. Mm. Um, You know, we have spoke a lot about what I am, but I would like to share who I am. Um, And I am a woman on a mission to end child hunger. And for me, you know, fulfilling that mission throughout the years was, was a journey, a long journey. And I always knew that I was going to do it, but I didn't know how I was going to do it. So embarking on a coaching journey and collaborating, you know, with Jay Shetty, with, you know, Jay Shetty coaches, with with Brody Lee, who is another phenomenon, you know, and working closely with charity, with charity organizations towards fulfilling my mission. Mm-hmm. this is what really you know is what's behind uh my coaching
2: mm-hmm.
0: my coaching let's say this stage of my coaching journey
1: yes yes uh
0: and the truth is that look when going from that executive word world right that you know fortune 500 yeah. money oriented world to a more fulfilling world
2: mm-hmm.
0: was really a the transition that I desired for so many years. And I know it's, it, this transition is what a lot of other people that would listen to us desire as well. Um, and you'll get there. And once you get there is is really where you become like Serena Williams, like Tony mm-hmm. Robbins, like, you know, you become unstoppable. You really become unstoppable because you're fueled with, with you are fueled with purity. You're fueled with the pure intention to create impact in the world.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Your bespoke corporate training program. Can you share a little bit more with listeners about
0: that? No, I started this um, unique program based on my own experiences. So when I reached, you know, when I reached in my career a C-level, I've always paid very close attention on how corporations work we live in a throwaway world something doesn't work let's we'll buy a new one something doesn't work we'll change it something doesn't work corporations are on a chase of after who should i hire next to get me to where i want to get and it's that constant you know loop of hiring people letting go of people hiring people letting go of people yeah. but they're not giving a chance to who is already within the company. Yeah. And it's, you know, we talk about C-levels and thinking like a CEOs. CEOs, the beauty about CEOs is that, you know, the way they think. Mm -hmm. They use and utilize and they get resourceful with what they have, not with what they don't have. They have, they make what they have work. And that's exactly what I do when I train executives or go into, you know, corporations I enhance and I look at the company culture. I study the company culture. What have they done? You know, HR, what what have they done in the last three years? Mm -hmm. How many people did they hire? How many people did they let go of? What is -hmm. the company culture? How do they motivate people? How do they enhance what people have? Do they really take this one person in that one position and fully help them bring out their their entire potential out? And this is what I look at. And and the way I like to even simplify it is what I do is I enhance what exists, what is existent within the company.
1: I love that. And that's similar to when you're doing your one-on-one coaching with someone as well, right? You enhance what is already in someone. You just help them discover that.
0: 100%. And, and, you know, my, my approach, you, you already know me, uh, you know, but my approach is very, is different and it's simple. And that's what makes it so, so unique you know, I am a big believer. We all know the quote, everything genius is stupid simple. <laughs> so I really try to stay away from those big words, from those big, you know, um, phrases or, or oh, you have to do this or you have to do that. Listen, you don't have to do anything. All you have to do is be yourself and really dig within yourself to understand what your strengths are, what your capabilities are, and what how to, exactly like a CEO, why, you know, how to get resourceful and make what you have within you already work for you. And this is what I do in my one-on-one coaching. This is what I do in my group coaching. And as you know, I have taken my coaching methodology and coaching approach and approach and, and transformed it and crafted it very carefully, you know, into, into a six-week course.
1: Yes, and that's the Double Down six week program. Correct is now available, right? But we met through the www three day challenge. Can you share a little more about about yeah. that three day program?
0: So you know that three day program was, was free. It's me paying. You know, uh, it's me paying it forward to people as a part of, of as a part of my mission. You know, to end child hunger, which is my personal mission, and then as a part of. You know, the Jay Shetty mission, which I'm a part of as well, to transforming one billion lives, I want to make coaching accessible to everyone. You know, some people want it, they really and truly can't afford it. So I want to make it accessible. And that's that's the reasoning behind, you know, the events that I I, I run and, yeah, and you know, will continue, my team and I will continue launching every couple of months. So WWW sounds like a world war. <laughs> I know, it does simple we all want to show up as our authentic selves without being afraid of being judged without being afraid of you know failure which is, we all have that desire within us to show up as ourselves just to be me you know we all desire we all strive to to be our authentic self The truth is that with social media going on nowadays and everybody's so hooked on Instagram and Facebook and oh my God, you know, and oh, look at what she's doing, what he's doing. We lose ourselves. We lose who we are to the point where we say, okay, you know what? I can't do it. I'm not going to post. Posting and engaging in social media is, is, is super important nowadays. You know, just like Bill Gates said, if your business is not on the internet, then you don't have a business, right? So I was really trying to help people how to show up as their authentic selves in their everyday life and, you know, apply that to social media as well. Mm -hmm. So the three W's are a system that I used myself for many years without even being aware of Mm -hmm. until I had to go back in my journey and reflect and say, Hey, you know what, what did I do Mm -hmm. that I have now the ability to show up as my authentic self, be confident about it, and really and truly don't care what other people say about it. Going back and reflecting, I understood that I use, you know, I use the three W's. So the three W's stand for the who, the what, and the when. So even my message to you is even when you, you feel most vulnerable, you are still in control because you're in control to choose what you want to share, who you want to share it with, and when to share it. And the power behind it is that you can go on social media or you can go, you know, out the door and you can share so much about yourself that everybody will think they know everything about you.
2: Mm.
0: Yet they only know what you want them to know, they only know what you are comfortable with. So if tomorrow somebody judges you, you're okay. You don't care. You're strong enough to say, hey, you know what? I'm proud of. My achievements. I'm proud of my what I shared. So judge me from here to like I like to say in February. I don't care. <laughs> so it really a system. You know, it's it's a very simple system that applies to any area of your life. And really and truly understanding that hey, you can be your authentic self, even when you're vulnerable, you can still be vulnerable in the most confident way, just by the understanding that you're in control of what you share when you share and who you share it with. And that's it.
1: (laughs) So this program, is it always available for people to sign up for the (laughs) WWW program?
0: The WW is not available always. It launches every second month. So it's, it's, it's bi monthly. It's either on my website, veronikanatia.com or, you know, uh, my Instagram, my Instagram milkshake, all the links are right there. Everything launches, everything that I launch, you know, is either on my website or on Instagram, on Facebook as well. So whichever platform you're on, uh, follow, subscribe, and and some goodies are always coming out.
1: And for listeners, uh, Veronica's connection details will be clickable links in the show notes as well. So they can always go there and and find your information there as well. You have a free ebook as well on your website. Can you share a little bit more? What can
0: people discover in that free ebook? Again, I share in this guide, I share the six steps that I took in my life to bring me to where I am today. Six actionable steps. Nothing overwhelming, very simple, very actionable, very useful it took me a while to put it together and understand, you know, what are the six most powerful steps that I took in my journey? And this is, this is how it's put together and it's right there. And anybody can download it on their phone, print it, you know, computer, whatever it is, and keep it with you to, to motivate you and to understand that, you know, making a change or really reaching success is not something complicated. Like, you know, we are, we are, we tend to believe or, People make us believe. It's simple. So use them.
1: Perfect. What tips do you have for listeners on taking action to live their best life authentically?
0: The best, best, most powerful and quickest way to do it is really using the WWW system. We are afraid to take action because we are afraid to fail. We're afraid of judgment because we may not believe in our in our skills or capabilities. So you know, I love how people say, "Oh, you know, take action, take action." But really, truly, what does it take for one person to take action? I love those quotes where, like, you know, start acting today or start. Great. But how how do I do, that? How do, I do <laughs> exactly. that? You know what I mean? It's like it's so amazing, you inspired me. I'm inspired <laughs> you for exactly two minutes. But then you know, in, in two minutes from now, it's like, okay, oh, but how am I gonna do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so listen, honestly, use the three Ws.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And remember, it's who you want to share with what you want to share and when you want to share it mm. you don't have to move out of your comfort zone to be able to take action and to succeed stay in your comfort zone stay in what you're comfortable with but learn how to use it in the you know learn how to use it yeah so the 3 w's are going to help you stay exactly where you're comfortable with where you are comfortable in. And you know, when we are comfortable is exactly when, when we tend to take action. So if you ever wondered, you know what makes people take action? They have to be in their comfort zone to be able to take action. Mm-hmm. So be in your comfort zone, stay for stay in your comfort zone and really start expanding it by, the, by using the three Ws. Yeah. So if you decide to post on social media today, amazing. And you're afraid, okay, here's the solution. Craft what you want to share, who you want to share it with, and when you want to share it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're in control. And in any any area of your life, you leave the, the house this morning, you don't feel confident. You know you're afraid to take action. You know what? Share what you're comfortable with. Share what you control with. And then, mm-hmm. when you take that one step, the next step is gonna come, and you're gonna get more comfortable and more confident and more, and take more action within your comfort zone. You're just gonna grow it. You're gonna expand it. Yeah. So three W's, that's the secret.
1: So I'm interested to know, why did you choose the Jay Shetty certification?
0: You know, the truth is that the mission, the mission to transform 1 billion lives. Mm -hmm. And and as I mentioned, you know, I I knew that my personal mission is to end child hunger, but okay, how am I going to do that? How this one woman like me is going to end child hunger? Seriously, like, but I always waited for, for the universe and for science to show me, you know, the right way to do it. And Jay Shetty himself and, and the Jay Shetty Certification School and their mission is really, was really my sign, collaborating with, with powerful people who have, you know, the ability to change the world. And people like Jay Shetty himself with that genuine, pure, you know, intention of really creating an impact. This is what this is what grabbed my heart. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So it uh, sounds like Jay Shetty himself is a true inspiration and motivator for you, being a part of his program and connecting with him and
0: the people. And I also mentor one of his programs right now, working directly with him and his team. I also mentor, you know, the Live Your Passion program, uh, which is such a huge honor for me. Jay Shetty let's let's look at him himself yes. right we live in a world that is so money oriented mm-hmm. everybody are on the run after money okay paula is is, is, is a, an h figure business owner i want to be like her but you know what pause for a second we always run after other people's successes that we neglect to become aware of what our potential to success is you know oh join my program six figures six figures excuse me. why should i settle i want eight you know my potential is eight figures why should i settle for six so you know that the all of these marketing it's it's like they're making people settle and we're falling into it, you know, to, to run after other people's successes. Pause for a second, really and truly think what, again, become aware of your strengths, become aware of your capabilities. Don't settle. And if you dream eight, you're going to get to eight because if you can dream it, you can do it. And this is where Jay is different his kindness. His genuine, pure—I'm sorry—desire to create an impact and to really change lives. Mm. This—it was. This is what inspired me. Mm. Not so much. Not so much, to be honest. You know, the fact that he was a monk. Not so much the fact. You know that he's a great mentor. All these things are amazing, but not so much. Just his pure, genuine intention is something that you don't see so often. This is why I decided to go with Jay Shetty. Here you go. Yeah.
1: So you are an, uh, an executive in a company mm-hmm. and you are a success and performance coach, but you're a mum. So how do you, I mean, you're busy all the time and you are juggling a lot. You have the juggling act going on. How do you find work-life balance? What is what is the secret to work-life balance as a mum? anyway?
0: <laughs> uh-huh. You know what? if I may be honest and, and you know, me, I'm like, you know, straight to straight to the point
1: cards on the table,
0: just cards like on me. the table. <laughs> there is no balance. Mm. You know, we, the way I, and this is, again, I'm just sharing my perspective.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We're chasing that balance. We're chasing something that it's almost like a mirage that almost doesn't exist, but yet we're on that continuous case of balance and the more we chase it, the more imbalanced we become. Hmm. So for me personally, it's not about balance. It's about intention. I am, yes, I'm like a lot of other women out there. You know, I juggle a ton of things. The question is not how you juggle them. The question is, do you juggle them successfully? hmm and what, what, I, what I mean by successfully is I'm not talking only about, you know, financial success. I'm talking about, you know, providing emotional, mental, financial stability for your children, you know, the connection. So with me, what I've learned is really it's all about intention. So before I embark on any journey, before I embark on any task, I don't care how simple that task is. It's, it could be even me going to the kitchen and cooking. I put my intention, I set my intention. Very clear intention. What am I going to do? How am I going to execute it? And in what, which amount of time, like in how long? If it's 30 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour. Mm-hmm. And then what's the outcome that I want? What's the outcome? Why am I doing? You know, sometimes we ask people, why are you doing what you're doing? And they're like, what well, do you mean? Of course I know what I'm doing, why I'm doing what I'm doing. <laughs> but not really. If you don't have intention behind your actions, you're not going to. You're not gonna know what you're doing. So it's really setting, you know, simplifying it, it's setting your intention and really building that relationship with the people around you where you are vulnerable and you are sharing not only your wins, but your struggles. You're sharing your journey. And the way I like to call it is being vulnerable in the most confident way. And if we look at parenting, for example, you know we always want to to show our kids that we are that super mom or super woman you know and if we if we cry and we hide i'm not like that my kids are my partners every single step of the way i'm like guys you know what today i'm going to be 2 hours more be- busy than any nor- than any regular day because i want to do this and this and this and my intention of by, my intention of of doing this is you know to create a better space for you or to create, you know, so I share it. And the more you share, this is where you become that superwoman or that super mom that you want to become. Because your sister, your your kids see you, you know, when you're when you're rock bottom, they see you when you rise and grow. And this is how you teach them really how to become confident, how to become resilient, and most importantly, how to set your intention behind your actions. Because once your intention is there, trust me, you will be able to juggle. So much more than what we all do right now. And in such a a more efficient way. But whether you have children or you don't have children, it doesn't make a difference. You know, sometimes people say, oh, you're a mom, so you're much more busier. I know people that are not mothers that are 10 times busier than I am. Yeah, they're not mothers, but they do so much other work. You know, volunteers, they, they do such amazing work for society that consumes so much of their time. But yet they set their intention.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So it's all really and truly, it's all about intention. It's not even about habits. We talk so much about habits, creating habits, wake up at five o'clock in the morning, listen, you don't need the habits. Once you set the intention, once you set the intentions, everything will fall into place. The habits will start creating under, uh, by themselves almost.
2: Yeah.
1: So you have on your wall there two words, which I love execution and hustle. Why those two words?
0: Listen, hustle is something that is almost like this word is almost like taboo nowadays. Mm -hmm. People don't like to use it. You know, let me help you eliminate the hustle. Listen, there is no success achieved without hustle. Any super duper successful person on this planet will tell you there is no success achieved without hustle. So I'm all about simplicity and execution. Mm -hmm. So you know what, you hustle, you use the right tools, you're going to execute successfully. But to execute successfully, you need to hustle. Again, uh, you know, a lot of people or other coaches perceive me as, you know, controversial, but I'm not. I'm simple, I'm honest. I'm giving you the most simple tools you need without without the BS, you know, eliminate the BS. So I I don't want to, you know, I don't want people chasing Success with, with thinking, oh, I'm not going to have to hustle. You are going to hustle, period. And, and you know what the beautiful is, is hustle, you know, verb, the most important word ever. To me, it is the most important word ever because anything you do in your life is hustle. Everything you do in your life is hustle. Whether you accept choose to understand it, accept it, you know, you hustle, period. And then execution is stop talking and put it and put it into work. So like I say, you know, it's time for you to stop thinking and start doing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stop thinking, start doing. 100% stop thinking. Hustle, execution. (laughs) (laughs) What advice would you give younger Veronica, that nine-year-old that you were talking about earlier that spent so much time with dad and dad was teaching her lessons? What advice would you give her now with the experience that you have?
0: Never, ever, ever try to mold yourself to fit. Continue being who you are and don't dim it, enhance it. And the reason I share that is, listen, guys, if somebody is judging you, that means you are doing something right People judge you because they want to be you. People judge you because they want to achieve what you you have achieved. People judge you because they simply don't have the guts or the courage to get up and do what you're doing. So if you're judged, that means you're doing something right. Keep on doing it. And enhance more of who you are. Don't dim it. Enhance it. And to be honest with you, I feel that if I, you know, follow that advice when I was nine and when I was seventeen and in my 20s, I would reach what I have reached today, probably you know 15 or 16 years ago. however, however, I wouldn't be that same person. so I'm grateful for not doing it. I'm grateful for you know becoming aware that oh <laughs> I was supposed to do it right but uh if you know if you're in your younger um, years and you you're listening to that, to, to, you know, to, the, well, to, to this conversation. Then. Keep doing what you're doing. If you're judged, keep doing what you're doing, period. And, and at the end of the day, you know what's going to happen? You're going you're gonna to do you. You're going to be your authentic self.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love so, that. Well, we have come to the end of this episode with you, Veronica, and I really appreciate all the information share. I've gained a ton of golden nuggets During this uh, time with you, I feel like it was a a one-on-one coaching because I learned so much from you. So I really appreciate all your time, all your energy. Thank you so much for being my guest.
0: Paula, thank you. Uh, It's been an honor. You're so inspiring. You're so empowering. And Paula, I want to share something with you. Looking at you and listening to you, you are the definition of woman empowering woman. You know, you asked me what inspired me about Jay Shetty. What inspired me about him is the same thing that inspired me about you. Is that genuine, genuine, pure intention to help and change lives. So Paula, I praise you and I honor you.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. You really touched my heart. I mean, I get goosebumps when you share information. But thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Well, listeners, we have come to the end of another episode of Knowing Me, Knowing You with Paula. And thank you to my beautiful and inspiring guest, Veronica Natsia. Don't forget to rate, review and share. We love you for the attention. And in the usual Knowing Me, Knowing You fashion, I'd just like to say thank you for tuning in.
2: I appreciate you. Till next time.